Hey everybody, it's Karen Ouha with Momentum Artist, and I am here this afternoon doing one of my favorite things, which is talking to other Momentum Artists who are on the art journey along with us. And today I'm going to be interviewing Melissa Milton, and I want you to check out her artwork on her website and her Facebook pages. Her name is spelled Melissa, M-E-L-I-S-S-A, and the last name is M-I-L-T-O-N. So I want you to check out her page and I am doing a shout out for her because she is a digital artist and she uses her iPhone to uh, collect video and then she takes like screen by screen and really looks at every single image and she pulls in those pieces and she pulls them into her digital software and she creates this amazing art. Um, a lot of it is water inspired and during our interview um, I offered to become one of her one of her models, underwater models. And so she put together a film footage of several of the models and into a minute and a half video, which she submitted to Crystal Bridges. They have a, um, they had a call to artists for mobile phone film festival and her work, she was notified this week that her work was accepted and she will be, they will be featuring it on this Thursday. That's December 5th at seven o'clock. It'll be at the studios B and C and afterwards there's a question and answer so I thought what a perfect time to go ahead and uh, upload the conversation that Melissa and I had earlier in the fall about her art journey I'm actually going to split this uh, podcast into two sections and I just look forward to digging in so hey you guys grab a beverage of choice find a really comfortable chair because you're going to absolutely enjoy this podcast All right, I feel like we're warmed up okay. and I wanted to just move into talking to you about your art journey. So I'm gonna open up the question and say, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about your art journey. Okay, well, um, I really didn't start doing art in earnest until very, very late in life after I became physically disabled. Like a lot of people, you know, I dabbled in art. Everybody loves art as a kid. And then a lot of us put it by the wayside as we get older. I actually did want to major in art in college, but I allowed a parental figure to talk me out of it and do something sensible like law. I so, think we can all relate to that yeah. as artists, yes. Well, regrettably, I guess, I did law. I shouldn't say regrettably. I enjoyed a lot of that. So um, I had a career in law for many decades. and. Long story short, I have an inherited neurological condition that I managed for many, many years, but then after 16 years, it suddenly kind of took me down and uh, reached a point I was limited in my standing ability, could stand for up to five minutes, could sit up for one to three hours at a time, and the rest of my time I, I, I still do have to spend laying down. Um, I just don't get the circulation in the upper part of my body unless gravity helps me with it. That's just how it is. So, uh, after the first year of spending most of my waking hours laying down, you can only read so many books, you can only watch so much TV, mm -hmm. and my mind was still quite active. I wasn't drugged up or something, you know, incoherent. 
and I was just bored out of my mind. And I remembered back to how much I enjoyed art as a child mm -hmm. and as a young person. I dabbled as an adult, like maybe once a year on vacation, I'd bring art stuff. That Ooh, once yeah. a year I got to you okay. know, paint a picture with pastels or something. Um, and so, you can edit out the side. That's fine, yeah, absolutely. No, you're fine, we can edit this out. And so, I asked my husband, who does the driving, I can no longer drive, if he would take me down to our local art store, Hobby Lobby, to get watercolors or acrylics or something. And before we got, we were gonna do it on the weekend, and before the weekend came, serendipity occurred. Something came through, I think, my Facebook feed about digital art. And it was an art app called Procreate, I don't mind saying. I, I use it. I know which one. Yeah. And at yeah, the yeah. time, it was $5.99. Mm -hmm. I think now it is a whopping $9.99. And that was for the whole entire app, too. That's not like per month on that one, I don't think. No, no, no. That's just it's, like, it's five bucks. It, it's, or I paid five yeah. bucks one time ever two years ago. Yes. And that was yes. it. So I um, downloaded that and I thought, well, that would make sense because one of my big concerns was if I'm laying in bed and I'm trying to paint with acrylics or watercolors, I'm gonna ruin my bedspread, <laughs> you know, or my sofa cushions if I'm on the sofa in the living room. And I thought, well, that way I can't spill paint. So if that would work out, mm -hmm. that would be great. And it worked out great. I really enjoyed it. Um, I ended up buying conductive paintbrushes because you know, yep. normal paintbrushes, uh, an iPad, I had an iPad. Right. A tablet won't recognize. Uh, but, you know, Amazon sold those for like $10 or something. So I got some of those. And then it recognized styluses, which are like a yep. pencil. Mm -hmm. And so with conductive brushes and styluses, I started painting. And, you know, I just had the best time. Hours flew, and it really changed my perspective, I think, into something healthier because instead of, Oh, I have to lay down now because, you know, my heart is right, it's not right, and my blood pressure is not right, and I have to lay down, and I feel frustrated and disappointed. Well, that changed to, oh, I have to lay down. Time to paint. Time to paint. And then Who hours, doesn't want to paint? yeah, the hours would just fly by, okay. and then when I could get up again, oh, look, I painted this. So I started having a great time, and, you know, I started posting on Facebook, uh, social media I would do the if I knitted a pair of booties for a grandchild I would say hey look what I made so uh -huh. I would paint something go hey look what I made absolutely and then nobody was more surprised than me when people began occasionally asking oh can I buy that and after I think it was about the fifth time a person asked me can I buy that and the fifth time I said, well, I don't even know how to print them, dur, you know, I can't, can't, can't sell you one, because I didn't. I said, they're, you know, they're on my iPad. They're I don't know how to, yeah. I don't know how to make something I can sell you, because I didn't know. So I thought, well, guess I better learn to print or, or, so I started reading up on that. Okay. And well, at first outsourced it, but I wasn't satisfied with the colors they didn't always mm -hmm. come out the same as what was on my computer screen and i told my husband i'm i still can't sell these because if somebody wants something they see on the computer screen and then what i give them is something different colors that i got from a printer 
a third party company, right, right. Uh, they're going to be upset. I would be upset. I've had that happen before where I bought art on the internet and then what I get is darker or different colors. That makes sense. So I'm going to just stop because I have a question and it's more of a technical question. So if you take an image of your painting, your colors are already in what's called cyan, yellow, magenta. Mine actually are not. They're RGB. Like yours, because you're creating on a tablet, yes. are RGB. They're That's... RGB. They have not, for those of you that are printing geeks or art geeks, yeah. they have not been converted to CMYK, which is what most publishers use. Like I ran into that when an art magazine printed my art mm -hmm. and they converted to CMYK and sent me the proofs and it's different colors. Different colors, right? So, um, yeah. Thanks I, for clarifying, because I think a lot of people would be like, "Wait, why? Why are your colors not coming out?" When I take a picture of my painting, they come out just fine. But we have to remember, like digital art that's created 100% from the computer is in red, green, blue. Red, green, blue. Yeah, exactly. Okay. okay. So okay. it doesn't exactly. Perfect. So not always. I'm not going to say always. I did hear of a local printer that. This is not the case, but many printers, people that print it to paper or other, mm -hmm. you know, substrate, are going to convert it to CMYK. And if you start out with RGB, the colors change. So interesting. Okay, I, I art got, challenge one. So I got <laughs> yes. So I got my, I researched it, yeah. and after a few months, got my own little printer. I got it on eBay. It was brand new, still in the box, but got it really like 50% off because the store just wanted to get it off the shelves because they had newer models. So I, I got that. And after another two months of pulling my hair out and fiddling with it, I learned how to import my art into Photoshop CC, which is a monthly subscription. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. It's like 20 bucks a month right. or so. And there's a way to send it to the printer, which was a Canon printer from Photoshop and keep it RGB. Okay, good. So the colors were, the long story short, I know this is boring the heck out of people no, who don't not. care, but <laughs> I would find it boring except I lived through it. Uh, the long story short is I figured out a way to print it myself and keep the colors true. And then I was able to feel comfortable selling my art because I knew what people were getting on the little small canvas or small paper fine art paper you know it was true to what they saw on the screen so they feel like hey yeah this is what I thought I was getting and that made me feel like that that was the way I needed to do it so it made me feel good well then I started losing sales because people would want well, can't can I have this bigger ah. and people like want to say do I have to hang over the sofa okay. I get that because okay a lot of art I would so that's a bigger. big problem if you have a printer that only prints out what 12 13 inches yeah, exactly right? okay so what did you do well I researched again for a few months because what do I know you know so after I researched the heck out of it I identified the model printer I wanted which was actually just the big brother of the same one I had it okay. would even take kind of the same commands figured out how much it costs talked with my partner in life as well as my business partner in my little, <laughs> my little burgeoning art business and he agreed yeah we may we'll do that and so I started you know saving up for it mm -hmm. and then we had an unanticipated windfall how often does that happen you know Those are nice. and, and I basically looked at it and said honey and he said okay <laughs> 
You know, we, we're investing in my business and my mental health. Well, that's right. I, I do joke art is cheaper than therapy. That is cheaper than therapy. And, no, he's a sweetheart, and we are very much partners in all decisions. And anything that's a big decision we do together. together. I wasn't really asked. He didn't ask me for permission. I only asked him for permission, but we, we, we no, reached a consensus. So we reached a consensus to take that gamble and invest in that, and it turned out to be a very good decision because now I can do very large canvases and they are beginning to do well sales wise mm -hmm. and it was just a great decision so okay perfect so that is that's the whole story about how you got from being a lawyer to being a full-time artist and I think um, what's really to me what grabs me about your story is that just like a lot of us, we find in life that we may not be where we thought we would be, but yet um, the joy that happens when we embrace embrace who we are and where we are. So that, that story for me reminds me that just because things don't always go my way doesn't mean it's not the way that where we're supposed to be at this time of our life. I, I agree so, with you. And, yeah. and, and I think I probably approach the analysis. I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm a nerd. I'm like a Mr. Spock, right? That's just who I am. And you're still a numbers person, even though you're an artist, right? Or you're still, a, you're still looking at everything from process oriented. Exactly. And I looked at it like I looked at the legal cases when I was litigating. Mm -hmm. What, you know, all, all legal cases have the good and the bad. And like being disabled has obviously the bad, but there's, might have some good to it too, you know, just depending how you look at it. And anyway, I just thought in terms of, okay, I know what I don't have. I know what I can't do, but let's put that aside and look at what I can do. Let's look at what assets I do have. And in my instance, I can still use my hands. Yes. I have the kind of disability. Yes, I am forced to lay down most of my waking hours because my blood circulation is poor. But I can use my hands, that is an asset. And my mind is still sharp, that is an asset. So I, I kind of looked at it in terms of what are my still assets, what, what are still my assets, and what tools can I acquire to use my assets? So I, 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 can't, I, I just did a very nerdy approach. I love it. We're all nerds. I love that you're a nerd. I'm a nerd. <laughs> That's why we get along. <laughs> so for everybody who's listening, I want you to take a look at Melissa Milton's art. And can you give us your web address so that they can go check you out? No, I don't want anyone looking at my <laughs> art. Yes, yes, look at my art. It's at melissamiltonart.com. And that's where you can yeah. find it all. And there's links there at the top of every page to my Instagram and my Facebook. That's what's fun because on those spaces, I get to answer people's questions. We get to joke around. We get to interact. And that's where sometimes people say things that make me laugh out loud. And that's hopefully, fabulous. So you have interaction and you have an audience who engages in you at your website as well. I followed you on Facebook. Oh, yeah. And, we, yeah. we joke around. I mean, sometimes people will see something in one of my paintings I did not intend. And, <laughs> and it'll turn out really funny conversations. So I, I, I think one of the things I enjoy the most about the art, other than just making it, is the interactions with people. That's fabulous. I, I really love that. That's fabulous.
Thanks for listening to the Momentum Artist Podcast. We will be featuring Melissa Milton, part two, where we talk about her underwater art and how she creates her digital images. So stay tuned and we'll follow up with Melissa and hear more about her amazing art journey.